Welcome to Calabici Fashion Cast. Uh, hey, I'm your host, Amy. <laughs> and with me mm. is uh, Brad and special guest Jonathan. Hey! Hello! Um, <laughs> uh, Claire is missing in action. I'm sure she's judging people's fashion wherever she is, so that's that's all that really matters. Yes. <laughs> as long as she Mother can... Nature gave her her own charm this week. <laughs> oh, Claire. Uh, <laughs> Um, so, yeah, we're going to be covering the episode for Dharm. Oh, boy. Uh, so, Brad has a new app, he tells me, for 60 summary. Hopefully that app does not include I my do. Uh, spinner here. The app is called Whirly Gig, so um, it supposedly makes sounds, but the sound isn't working, so I'm already pissed off at this app, because I like sounds. Oh, boy. Uh... But all three of our names are on a list. And spin, 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 spin. I don't like this app. Spin, 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 spin. Spinning, spinning, slowly spinning. Spin, 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 spin. And it's me. <laughs> now you really don't like this app. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Stay tuned, guys. Next week, a new app. <laughs> uh, yeah, app. Anyone has suggestions on a really good uh, random kind of app like that? <laughs> Just, uh, let us know. Um Preferably one that makes Ooh, fun yeah. sounds. Um, All right, Brad. So uh, it is 60-second summary for you, my friend. Ooh. You will have 60 seconds to tell us what happened in her charm. Um, good luck with that, <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's like all the things happen and none of the things happen. So, uh, yeah, you, you don't want to go ridiculously over or under because then you would be... Um, really terrible gangster jump. I don't even know who he was. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. We'll be going in three, two, one, go. All right. Uh, this is her charm. Who is her? Dana. That's right. Dana. Not Dana. Dana. <laughs> Fuck her. I hope she gets shot. Um... <laughs> Like, worst name. So, uh, she's, uh, um, being protected by the FBI, uh, because there's a gangster after her. Um, it's this dude named Nick who wants to get her because she testified against him. He got off, but it's really just the, it, it's the point, you know? You can't just have people, like, talking against you. So he's gonna kill her <laughs> for that reason alone. Um, he's also got a sidekick that I may be his lover. I don't know what's going on. It's a real Batman Alfred situation, I think. I can't figure it out. Um, uh, so Sam's the FBI agent that's got to protect her. Um, he's afraid the head of the FBI might be involved, but no, Sam is the one that's involved, and he's working with the mobster guy. Uh, but because he's not that guy, he doesn't let her get killed, and saves her. Mobster guy dies. End of episode. He gets a stupid charm. That's the episode. One minute, exactly. Good job, Brad. <laughs> yeah. I would like rest. to cover all the things oh. you discussed in that summary. <laughs> I too had very well, similar good. emotions. <laughs> uh, that's that's everything that happened. So I don't know what else we will discuss. <laughs> this has been Calavici Fashion Cast. Thanks for showing up, guys. Seriously, um, um yeah, even the fashions there wasn't like too many like. Oh. A lot of bland fashions this week. So yeah, a lot of beiges, a lot of beiges. Um, all right. So as yeah. far as fun facts, uh, man, usually Claire does this. So let's see if I find stuff. Um, hmm. These people, whoever got this episode this week, just liked a lot of their own reviews of the episode and the best scenes they think happened in the episode and the worst scenes. Oh, boy. Oh. All right. Kiss with history. Sam and Dana get to the cabin and Dana. God, I hate that it's Dana. <laughs> Ask Sam when the last time he was there. Sam says summer of 73. Dana says this summer. Sam says what am I saying? 73. Oh, no, I'm 53. August, August 53. I don't know how this was a fucking kiss of history. What is wrong with these no, people? not at all. <laughs> I'm seriously, like, some of these people writing these reviews, it's like, oh, we let the C team work on it this week, I guess. <laughs> well, no, you see, 53 was a year in the past. The past is history, uh, right? Uh, so, uh, oh, case uh, closed. 
Um, Ziggy is not called he or she this week, so <laughs> Ziggy just remains mm. Ziggy. Uh, let's see. Sam trivia. We find out that Sam used to live in Boston when he went to MIT. He finished four years of MIT in two. I thought we knew that already. No? Maybe? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we knew he went to MIT, so I guess the the thing we learned was that he lived there while going yeah. to school there. Glad he didn't do that correspondence and we knew course. That he finished early, right? Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he would have to to have as yeah. many degrees as he does. Seriously. Uh, Professor uh. Lonegro and Sam came up with string theory, which we already knew that too, um, at the professor's cabin in Brookshire, which I'm pretty sure we knew that as well. They have no facts this week for us, guys. Um, Mm-mm. I did think it was a random twist at the end to make that make Dana marry uh, Professor Lonegro, but anyway. Um, Tammy, please don't say that name on this podcast. <laughs> it's completely inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to all of our listeners and my friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. What a weird name. Uh, it's, it's an odd choice. I'll see. <laughs> this is a very random fact. September is the third most leaped into month, twelve times. November oh. being the second with thirteen. June and October each have fourteen. That's weird. Hmm. So technically, hmm. it's the fourth most leapt in two months. Yeah, yeah, you're right, because the first is, uh, uh, what's it called? Tie. <laughs> A tie. I know it's called something. <laughs> Guys, I've been out in the sun this morning. <laughs> it's really hit me hard. <laughs> oh. uh, so, Brad, what happened in this year, or this day, as <laughs> Sam was leaping around? Yeah. September 26, uh, 1973. Um, guys, you're going to be shocked to learn that not a lot of shit's been happening. <laughs> uh, much like everything involved with this episode, not a lot is happening. <laughs> um, I mean, in the movie theater, you could have seen the film What? Question mark? Wait, what? <laughs> yep. Yes, that. It's a Roman Polanski film, so... Who doesn't love those? <laughs> um, also, uh, Scorsese's uh, Mean Streets. You could see that. All right. Or the film The Spirit of the Beehive. <laughs> what? All of our favorite films. Who was that directed by? <laughs> oh, that. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, that was apparently directed by <sighs> Vic- Victor Rice. That's V C T O R Victor, according to this website. Cool. So, uh, have fun with that one, guys. Uh, everyone loves that film. Other important events. Uh, Ralph Earnhardt, uh, uh, the race car driver, father of Dale Earnhardt and grandfather of, uh, Dale Earnhardt, of Jr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. He died oh. this day, so. Um, <laughs> also dying this day was Anna Magnani. <laughs> Who this this website describes as an Italian actress whose work represents an intense and extravagant life force. Uh, right? <laughs> well, not anymore. She died. <laughs> um. So the tagline for the movie "What" <laughs> is the kinkiest caper of the year. What? <laughs> oh. Okay. I think it's just titled that because after after hearing about it, everyone just was like, "What? What?" <laughs> <laughs> um, top songs in the U.S. Uh, was Grand Funk with We're an American Band. All right. <laughs> in the U.K., it was Donny Osmond's Young Love. <laughs> so I'm giving I'm giving the point yeah. to the U.S. on that one. Um, the the cover of Time Magazine because <laughs> that's where we're at for this week. Um, it was um something that Riverdale knows nothing about because it was the Hamburger Empire and apparently it was about McDonald's. Wow. <laughs> Um, by the way, guys, um, if you haven't watched Riverdale, don't hold out looking for hamburgers in the first season because you won't That's find so any. crazy. I cannot believe they did not have a hamburger. And, like, that picture ended oh. up being a picture of pancakes. What? Yeah. Yeah. I'm outraged. I'm, guys, I'm starting a Kickstarter. Um, I'm going to raise $3 and send a hamburger to Riverdale. <laughs> so I'll be posting that soon so you guys can all donate. <laughs> for just the price of a cup of coffee. Dollars. <laughs> like where, just one so cup of coffee. Where are you gonna buy this? Listen, well, where are you I'm gonna I'm buy just, this hamburger. I mean, I'm gonna start small. I'm gonna start with like a McDonald's hamburger. There's gonna be stretch goals, you know. If we get enough donations, I'll get a nicer hamburger from a nicer locale. 
All right. Um, I was if say, I, get I a... paid like nine dollars for a hamburger oh. yesterday. Oh yeah, you yeah you can spend some dollars on hamburgers, but listen, I just want a hamburger on that fucking show. Uh, if it has to be like a cheap ass like, a like hamburger, that's fine. <laughs> it's like whatever. Yeah, I like anything, just a hamburger, just a fucking hamburger. That's all I need. Nope. Yeah, because they don't. As actors, they don't actually have to even eat it. It just needs to be there as part of the oh. scene. Yeah, I, listen, if Jughead has a hamburger in front of him, that would be fine. If it's in his hand, even better. If he's eating it, golden day for me. <laughs> uh, but, listen, I just... I, I see a fucking hamburger on that show. Nice. And that's everything that happened on September 26, 1973. Everything. Um, so we do not have... Uh, since Claire is not here, um, Beckett's bookshelf slash Gushy's Goodreads. So we won't learn about... What are we on? Chapter 3 of that book? <laughs> it feels like chapter 50. It really does. It's a, it's a long read. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, all right, it's time to get into the episode, then. Uh, to talk about her charm. Anyone else really confused for, like, 15 minutes of what was even happening? <laughs> I was barely paying attention for 15 minutes. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, so we have the opening, the new opening, um, where we see Sam leaping for the first time. He's leaping! I wish we had Gushy in the background Perfect. saying that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we just have him leaping through everything. I already know the last line of it, which which is hoping each time that his next leap will be the leap home. <laughs> so I'm already starting to talk along when I do this beginning and um, opening here, so... It's like oh, I but I love I love this opening so much more than that stupid uh um oh, when Scott yes. Bakula was doing the Lone Ranger well, he's bullshit just like to shut up and I'm like who are you talking to Sam? <laughs> sort of like a Lone Ranger with uh, Al as my Tonto and I don't even need a mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, those were bad days. So I don't yeah, and it's just kind of an interesting beginning. I mean, I guess like <laughs> the only thing I can can say it's like at this point is Legends of Tomorrow does their opening every week. So yes. it's very similar in that sense, but this is very funny and still short. This is a very long yeah. opening and we still get the whole 20 minutes of credits. So, um, so we leap into uh, not the color of truth or whatever, <laughs> but we leap into Sam knocking on a door of course, not knowing where he's at, what he's supposed to be doing. And Dana is already pissed at him. Yeah, you can tell they never they never even shot a, uh, a bumper for this one because there's no way, there's nothing. It's like, a, it's about two minutes before the gunshots start yeah. happening. Yeah, and they're, they're just like, she's got all this stuff with her and she's supposed to be traveling light, but she's got a huge mess of luggage. And he wants her to take it to the yeah. car, <laughs> or take for him to take it to the car, and he doesn't know where the car is, although I'm just like, I'm sure it's just in the driveway, because <laughs> sure, he kind of looks yeah. around, I'm like, well, what? And she, I heard, she yeah. finds it pretty quickly. Yeah. Thankfully. Or is she just hiding out at a safe house, or is this a witness relocation? What's happening? Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know where she's supposed to be at at this first place. Because I wasn't sure if this was yeah. her home and she's going to be relo- relocating to a safe house, so that's why she's taking clothes with her. But, like, clearly the threat isn't over, and they've been in a couple of different yeah. locations, so I have to assume that, like, I I don't know. It just, it's it's very strange. We're, re- we're, we're really in the mix here, and I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, he can't find his keys, and um, I'll let you in on uh, some information that, um... My child <laughs> has grown up in Priuses. That's all we've had. You don't need to actually put your little, you know, your key into the ignition in Priuses. She was very confused by the fact that they needed the key to start the car. Uh, <laughs> she wow. also was saying, you know, because it turns out the key was lost in the car. She didn't understand how that was hap- that happened because when he walks away from the car, obviously it's going to beep to let him know the key is in there. <laughs> So I had to explain that. No. Wow. Just another ent- just another entitled millennial that you're raising. Yeah. Kind of, now, what is she? She's she's not a named generation yet. I don't think so. No, probably not. How like she's 11. how old is she? 
just turned 11. 11? Uh, yeah, that's a, that's uh, a little young. Yeah, so yeah, there was that. So the, the, the whole beginning of this scene was just me thinking, wow, those were the days when you could actually lock your keys in the car because you didn't remember they were in there. Or they fell out of your pocket right. or whatever, and you didn't notice. And then guess what? You're not getting in your car. <laughs> I mean, those still those days still exist for people that don't That's have a true. Prius. That's you true. know, I'm pretty sure, like in my car, uh, yeah. yeah. But a lot a lot of cars do like have the feature in. now where it beeps if the key is in there, or it won't lock. Like the car won't lock if your key yeah. is in there. Mine might yeah, do that. Mine, mine locks. Uh, I can't lock it from the inside and get out. I have to have the key fob with me to yeah. hit the button. Um, yeah. But that's a... Uh, so, you know, at least I haven't locked my keys in my car since yeah. I got that. But, uh, yeah, I just think that it's it's a feature that started to become more standard in, in cars. But, um, yeah, yeah, interesting stuff. I'm surprised she hasn't asked about why their phone is attached to the wall yet. But... <laughs> 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 but maybe that's something that's always been on TV <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so they get, they start getting into the car. They're looking for the key and then the key or the car starts getting shot up. And we also learn at this point that Sam is a FBI agent. And then we have the, yeah, we're really getting some yeah. exposition, like just thrown out. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Right. And then the opening credits. One thing that uh, always kind of gets me about this show is apparently it's God in the machine cre- uh, connect, hold it, like make forcing all of this to happen so that things can go right that once went wrong, but God's kind of a dick, right? <laughs> Definitely. I mean, it jumps him in right at the point where he's got to dodge bullets, but he doesn't know who he is or what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, give him five minutes. Like, yeah. Seriously. Something to check his wallet? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Although I feel like at this point, Sam should be checking the wallet every time he leaves. Like, the very first thing you should be doing yeah. is checking that wallet. Right. I, I had a split second of, like, like because he he's he's at the door and he doesn't know why he's there. And I'm like, oh, God, I wanted to leap into, like, a door-to-door salesman and just be, like, a failure. <laughs> he has no idea why he's there. It's like, yes, <laughs> can I help you? Um, ah, <laughs> uh, I, no. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Um, yeah, and really, he's supposed to be a door-to-door salesman, and his his leap relies on how many sales he makes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so, at this point, we meet Nick. Nick is wearing a huge coat. Huge coat. Because even Mm -hmm. when he ties it, it still looks too big for him. He's just such a, like, a slender guy that this coat looks terrible on him. And we also meet... The other guy that's with Nick, I don't know what that guy's name is, the older gentleman, Alfred. Um, is yes. he's, I swear he calls him brother or something at some point, and I'm just like, they're brothers? I, it's uh, like Butler's just getting yeah. a little familiar. I know. Like, I, I mean, clearly he was cast because he looks like uh, a fucking um, um, uh, Corleone. Uh, like, like... I, I, he looks like the yeah. Godfather, like straight up. Like the other guy, um, I, he doesn't look like anybody. But like, it's weird because I'm like, oh well, he's clearly he's guy in charge. Oh no, he's just the other guy. All right, yes. Yeah, because he's just he's Nick's driver, I guess. I I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you know, you were on Brando. Uh, you were on uh, Godfather. Brando was just like the the, the driver, <laughs> and like uh, <laughs> Al Pacino was like the guy in charge. Like. I don't. I, I question their casting. Yeah, I just. I and like. Well, I question a lot of things. I don't know. I just. I don't get what his character is supposed to be doing. Because no. you would. And they shoot the fuck out yeah. of that car. Nick. So so Sam backs up and almost runs Nick over and then drives away and he hits the car and as they're trying to get the car going, Nick gets a little angry and just starts shooting up the neighborhood. Yeah, because he, he wants everyone to right. go back inside. I guess so. There's no witnesses, um, but then he just like shoots into a random house. Like, yeah. fuck. I don't know about that. Also, then, I don't understand then, this. Uh, Sorry. So, so um, then skipping ahead, he's really worried later about getting them out of the city before he attacks them again. So there's no witnesses. What is? That? I mean, uh, yeah. He doesn't seem too worried about it here. And how the hell, what is this thing where he just like, so Sam backs into the car, so they, the car won't move, so he just like pops the wheel back into place <laughs> or something? Oh, was, was, was it, was it I, can you do that? Can you just like uh, realign a front end? 
on willpower. Yeah, that's what it seems like, because that's what I thought, too. I, I, I was like, oh, I must not have noticed it right, but I swear it was like a flat tire or something, and then... I mean, I, I felt like you just, like... It was like popping a bone back <laughs> in the place or something. <laughs> Let me just put this wheel back in order. Uh, so, Dana and uh, Sam are already arguing all the way back to the FBI. She's a real annoying lady. Oh, she's yeah. the worst. Um, and... So they go to the. I spent I spent a good the first part of the the first part of the episode wondering if uh, it was just the episode was named after how charming she actually is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is. Is this just an ironic title? No, it's just named after her actual charm. <laughs> yeah, the right. physical charm she wears. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we kind of learned some more exposition about how he's supposed to be protecting her, and um, and if it wasn't for her, they wouldn't have gotten shot up, or I don't even know. I, I was just kind of like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't understand what's happening yet. So we also learned that she um, can't stand the sight of blood, and she passes out yeah. because she has the mildest of scratches. <laughs> <laughs> From all of the glass in the world <laughs> exploding in on them. Uh, Sam is checking himself in the mirror, out in the mirror in the, the FBI building. <laughs> um, and we have Al there. Al is wearing just his, a red hat and a tan coat because everyone this episode is just very bland. <laughs> uh, I kind of, I mean, I kind of like this yeah. outfit, but oh, it, yeah. it wasn't. There were red hats, yeah. nice. Uh, but yeah, there there wasn't much to talk yeah. about. <laughs> it was just. I mean, his his coat fits him better Ex- than Nick's coat. I like Sam's uh, except suit. for if sure. he's in if he's in the imaging chamber, and I notice this later in the episode too, where he's outside still wearing a coat. Why is he wearing a coat? I, I, I assume they just keep the imaging chamber really cool. As we've learned from that uh, book, uh, Al's like in charge of everything, so he's gonna be professional. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we find out that Dana is going to die later on that day, and so Sam can leap once he saves her. <laughs> Which, I was like, wow, that's, that you know, that's more work, I guess, than saving a kitten from a tree and then being able to leap out, so, I don't know, <laughs> step up, <Sure>. Sam. <laughs> Maybe yeah. this leap will <laughs> leap you to your home. <laughs> um, so, Dana is pissed. She's talking to, I guess, the head of the FBI? About her not being protected. This is weird, though, because, like, they do make it seem like this guy is involved somehow with Nick. Because he doesn't seem to care if Dana is protected or not. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand that at all. I'm like, okay, she might be a bitch, sure, but. (laughs) Yeah, I think think we're supposed to... um, I think they're trying to create a red herring where we think he's he's the guy, obviously. But they they barely try. Yeah. Well, they don't, and they don't even talk about someone potentially being involved until like later in the episode, and then like within minutes we find out it's Sam. So I was like, oh, all right. Um. Yeah. Um. Can we talk about this uh, this guy uh, that plays uh, Richardson? Um. Because well, first he's a gross looking <laughs> dude. Um. Um. But uh, his he's had a, he's been on every show in the world. Um. He played Santa Claus on a different world, which is amazing. <laughs> he was like five different people on Night Court, um, Dream On, Quantum Leap, Mr. Belvedere, Charles in Charge, uh, uh, crap. Oh, Amazing Stories, The A-Team, um, Murder, She Wrote. Wow. Yeah, like every everything that's good, he was been a part of. <laughs> well, I guess good for him. Uh. Yeah. Um, whereas Dana um, hasn't worked a lot recently, but she was in nine episodes of Cop Rock as Trish Vaughn. Cop <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Greatest show I've never actually watched. I feel like if she was in nine episodes, that means she was in the yeah. entire oh, yeah. series. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's a main player in Cop Rock. <laughs> yes. Probably had very. Oh. She probably had very crazy fashions then, <laughs> but here not so much. Pretty straightforward. She's wearing a dress and a pink pink sweater. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little surprised that with all of the weird sort of paranormal aspect of his quantum leaping, that we didn't get us a, a visit from Walter Skinner or Agent Mulder and Scully. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> it was uh i would have loved that crossover i'm sure it was just the timing of the show i'm sure um 
So, yeah, this, this dude is kind of the worst. He just doesn't feel like protecting her at all. And she's obviously, especially now when one of his agents also got shot up, like, <laughs> you would think he would, they would want to go find this Nick guy and not be so, like, blasé about, well, we did try him and he was acquitted, so I guess we can't do anything. What? Can you do anything about the uh, um, trying to shoot at a federal yeah. agent and shooting up a fucking suburban community? Like, I, it's so it's so bizarre. I mean, and later again, we find out Sam's guy Peter has been the one that's uh, working with Nick. But I feel like this dude kind of has to be in on it too, because <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how how fucking Peter can be in on it and she's not dead yeah. yet. <laughs> Like, uh, this Nick dude is not that subtle. It's not like they're trying to play it safe. He shot up a suburban community. <laughs> like, why not be like, hey, Nick, um, just kill her the next time you're alone with yeah, her. Yeah, it'd be the easiest thing. But no, yeah, let's, let's like, plant a device on my car so you know where I'm heading. <laughs> why? Is, was that a thing? Was that a thing you could do in 1973? I don't know. I had the same question. I was like, that seems awfully like... I don't believe we have GPS tracking technology yet. <laughs> yeah. Not even the FBI guys. I don't know. I mean, I feel like, you know, I, I'm there's all kinds of wacky things that could be done, but like, I feel like it, maybe it's, it sends out a radio signal or something than that, that they can pick up on, but they're in the middle of yeah. nowhere and that thing's picking up. So no, and not I a chance. Like the, I mean, I know we're skipping way ahead at this point, but I like the image of it. It reminded me of like, old movies where they're like on submarines or something and they're, <laughs> they're seeing yeah. like where the other thing is coming from but uh anyway uh so yeah this guy tells uh sam to take her to baltimore right boston baltimore somewhere yeah yeah there's a there's a safe house in baltimore and they're currently in boston for our people at home uh, following the map i was getting <laughs> stuff clearly uh so and al i love this al just keeps talking to sam <laughs> And Sam is ignoring him until they get to... The first time he's ever cloaked out. And Al gets so pissed about it. I was like, he's talking... Like, he's in the middle of the FBI. Like, why would he turn around and start talking to you? Seriously. So, uh, yeah, Al's telling him, hey, this is where she died. She died on her way to Baltimore. So, like, we can't go that way. And Sam says, oh, I have a plan. I'm not taking her there. I'm going to take her somewhere else. So... You think, like, the other part of the plan that would be to ditch the laundry yeah. truck? Because that's clearly a bad idea. I guess, yeah. Because even if he didn't know it was, you know, had a GPS tracking system on it, like, it just <laughs> seems like it's... It's such a giant yeah, laundry truck. It doesn't need a GPS tracking yeah, it's, system. It's, it stands yeah. out a bit. A bit. It's a giant <laughs> yellow truck. Um. So they're on the road, and what is it? She falls asleep, like, right away. <laughs> I guess she's, yeah. As you do. In a giant pile of laundry, which I was like, oh, that I, that sounds nice. It's just like, <laughs> just n- smells like fresh laundered bag of clothes. And it's you just like curl up in there. It's all warm. And she fell asleep for three hours, I think. Um, so she... I actually, actually wondered how that worked. Did the FBI actually commandeer a working uh, laundry truck? <laughs> <laughs> We need a large truck. Just get the first laundry truck that drives by the FBI. If it's a bakery truck, make it that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because why would have all this laundry back there? Whose laundry is it that Sam just laid her on the road and scatters all over the road? I would assume the FBI is responsible for repaying people for their uh, missing clothes. Uh, you would hope, but uh, this is under the Nixon administration, so who the fuck knows what happened? <laughs> fuck them, they had it coming. Uh, so she tells Sam at this point that they've been on the road three hours, and she's like, well, you know, you haven't stopped for gas, so that's not good. And he says that the tank is only half full. I feel like before then he should have also realized that the tank had been staying at half at the, the half full yeah. mark, because um, that's a long time to be driving in a truck. And not notice the gauge moving. (laughs) So they have a little chit-chat. This is where we learn about the charm that she won doing something. (laughs) She wrote an essay about, like... um, When she was nine. She wrote an essay when she was nine. (laughs) About um, citizens' responsibility to, like, 
I, I don't know, like, uh, a fight crime or something? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it was, like, uh, basically a why you should be Batman. <laughs> this whole episode is about Batman. <laughs> um, so she always has worn this, uh, or she wore it every day during Nick's trial. And she, I don't know what Nick was doing that he went to trial for. Did we know? Was he, what was he doing? Embezzling? I don't know what he was doing. Cause she, a generic gangster generic, stuff, okay, I so think. Generic gangster stuff that she, she worked for him, but I guess found out about the gangster stuff and like tried to have him arrested and go to jail. He was acquitted. Um, so now she just hates everything. She's just very bitter. And he, Sam tells her this thing about like, well, don't worry, men like Nick have enemies, so <laughs> so basically they're gonna die at some point. And I'm like thinking, yeah. that's yeah. not helpful or comforting. Neither of those things. Yeah, are, I don't. I, why are you saying this, Sam? Uh, so crazy. No, don't worry. He'll eventually uh, die, probably in like a gunfight, and there's a huge chance that you won't necessarily be in the middle of it. Uh, so then we have this scene where Nick comes up and he is behind the truck and, well, he pulls up, I think, to break the side of the truck first or whatever, and, um, then he's behind the truck and that's when Sam tells her to start throwing the laundry out. Yeah. Oh, and this is also the first, I think this is the first time we get the mention that, um, somebody in the FBI must be in on it because that's how they know where they're going, that they're not going to Baltimore. But right. they also were just following the truck, so <laughs> yeah. the huge this is, truck. This is the point where I'm a little bit like skipping ahead yeah. a little bit when they find out that it's uh, that it's yeah. Peter who's in on it uh, and feeding information to Nick. Al is really surprised. Which isn't he there at the lab? Isn't he in the chamber? Can't he ask him? Hey, are you in on it? Like, isn't somebody supposed to be interrogating that guy to find out what's going on? <laughs> you would think. Like, ah, oh, God, we really missed this one, you guys. We just because Al is not actually not in this episode a whole lot through l- large chunks of it, so it is kind of like, what is he working on? What's he doing? Uh, and the episode really suffers yeah. for it. Um. So yeah. So they're behind the truck and um, shooting up the truck and. This is the time that Dana decides, okay, um, let's open the <laughs> the back of the truck where I can easily fall out and start throwing large yes. objects off the back of the truck. Um, Josie was very afraid for her because she's like, why is she standing in this doorway? <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> and also that she leaves it open after they like, fly off. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just guessing that there's like an 80% chance she's wearing yeah. heels. <laughs> yeah. Like, st- I, like I would not. No, you can't be like no. Have a door open like that. You're gonna fall to your death. It's like he's that driving. Was, he's erratically driving a giant fucking laundry yeah. truck. That was uh, one of those things. I used to have a station wagon. It was my first car, and it developed a problem with the latch. So occasionally, while driving, the car would just open <laughs> in the back. <gasps> Which then I would pull over and shut the door. That didn't have. And I didn't have anybody driving riding in the back because. They could die. So uh, there was one time I was driving and my friend Isaac was like, I'll get it. And he just leapt over the seats into the back and reached out of the car to oh pull it back God. down. No. <laughs> uh, you know, and I couldn't really do much because I was driving except yell, hey, that's an idiotic thing to do. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think doing Yikes. anything with a moving vehicle. No bueno. Yeah. Um. Especially when you're dealing with somebody with guns, too, shooting at you at the same time. Just doesn't seem very responsible. And then these guys, like, go off-road, and I guess they just park somewhere. (laughs) Nothing really bad happens to them. And, uh... Also, like, if Nick's working with them, he's clearly very... Like, they're fine with just killing him. Yeah. (laughs) Like, this is a bad deal. Or Uh, not not Nick. Uh, What's his name? Peter. Yeah, Peter's working with him. Like, they're just gonna kill him. Like, twice now, they've tried yeah. to kill him. Right. Um, and this is when we see the big machine that's gonna sink someone's battleship. It's gonna <laughs> find where the truck is and <laughs> take them to it. I, which, why Nick's partner at this point didn't say, why didn't we just have that? Like, why did we have to try and chase them down yeah. the road? 
Seriously. <laughs> like, this is just dumb. <laughs> like, nobody makes any sense in this episode. No. <laughs> like, less than normal. I know we're already talking yeah. about someone leaping magically into somebody else's body. <laughs> but the thing is, first of all, P- Peter has already told them, um, like, the plan of, of having a laundry truck. <laughs> like, they already know that. So... They know that much, so uh, they've been in communication. Um, second, they're fine killing Peter. Apparently, Peter's still helping them, even though he keeps getting almost <laughs> shot to death. Um, yeah. dumb. Second of all, they have this tracker, but instead they follow the car. Like, I just like get out, go. I mean, I know you, he goes to a different place, but you guys just go on, like, get a nice hotel room, relax, get something to eat, wait for him to get there in Baltimore, and then kill him. He doesn't show up, use the tracker, go find him, then kill them. <laughs> like, I. It's like we're building um, a lot of tension because it's a television show. I get it, but none of it no, makes sense. None. So we show up at this cabin. This is where uh, Sam accidentally says the summer of 73, and then he correct- corrects himself to August 53. Uh, and she just goes in, with, goes in with him, even though she knows this was not initially the plan. So, but I guess yeah. what's she going to do at this point? Oh, <laughs> Also, can we talk about how, um, like, Sam's professor has this, like, um, cabin? Like, I'm telling you, like, this is, like, a uh, Quantum Leap professor world is pretty fucking <laughs> sweet. <laughs> you get to wear, like, turtlenecks and cool jackets. Like, you have, like, a cabin that you go to all the fucking time. Like, this is my dream life. How do I get on it? Um, yeah, so they go in and, uh, it's a pretty nice cabin. I mean, and obviously yeah. he's, like living there currently or hanging out there or whatever he's doing because he like shows up later i just i I want i want to wear cool jackets and turtlenecks and have a fucking cabin (sighs) there's there's at least two of those you can do right now brad (laughs) i not not with my bank account uh, i was gonna say just start with start you know a website an amazon wish list just let everyone know you're (laughs) kickstarting your awesome new wardrobe (laughs) you're you're assuming there aren't jackets and turtlenecks sitting on my amazon wish list currently (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, Brad would like to be my Professor Sam Beckett to my Al Calavici. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As I slowly begin to accumulate this wardrobe that I never thought I'd have. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I mean, you got the shoes, you got I the know. pins. I just need the big overcoats. <laughs> you need the overcoats, you oh, need the yeah. hats. We gotta get you that star, that glowing star really thing. that glowing star thing. <laughs> It's on the to-do list. Uh, and guys, listen, Noah, we're also going to start a Kickstarter for our fashion fund. We need burgers um, and so fashions. So two big projects, uh, burgers and fashions. Please help us. At the $5 level, every month, you get a picture of Brad wearing a tweed jacket. Oh, nice. Uh, so they're hanging out in this, uh... <laughs> cabin and Al shows up and Sam's like, um, why haven't I leaped yet? I've already saved this bitch's life. <laughs> and Al says, oh no, you just changed the future, but you didn't actually save her life. She's gonna die tonight on the bridge at four in the morning or something crazy like that. It's like, oh. I mean, that is one of the things about quantum leaping. It's like, okay, he saves her life this once, but like, that doesn't mean she's not gonna die later. So like, he could just be in a leap forever. <laughs> Um, per- per- perpetual leaping. Ugh. Yeah, because when does it stop? Like, does everyone yeah. have to like just end up dying of natural causes? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So Al gets out of there because Sam is starting to talk to him and look like a crazy person. So, which you know, this episode he cloaks it better oh, yeah. than he ever has, and then he gets caught not cloaking it more than he <laughs> ever has. <laughs> um. Now. At this point, Dana is also wearing a huge beige jacket. <laughs> it's just the look for the Wait. episode. <laughs> Sam's jacket is nice because it like matches his suit and everything. He's got like a big overcoat. It's nice. Yeah. I will say when I think of 1973, this is the color palette that yeah. comes to mind. Yeah. yeah. Just in my mind, 1973 is very beige. <laughs> Definitely. We're almost back to those days yeah. now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need color in my life. I can't have a beige palette. Seriously. Um, so 
they, uh, what's it called? Sam needs to, says they need to get out of there because they're <laughs> being followed or chased or whatever. And they go to start the big old truck and they can't get it started and she's freaking out and it's not good. And it's because they're out of gas because Sam never got gas. He really did go for a long time in that truck without ever stopping for gas though. Yeah. Because by the I time mean, they got to the cabin, it was dark. So yeah. he went all day long without having any gas. I don't know. So it's managed to commandeer the the most full tank of gas <laughs> in uh, Boston. Apparently. Uh, so they are. They hear the car. Did they hear the car coming. I know the car comes and then turns off its lights and stuff uh, with Nick in it. And um, oh, this was right after Sam fell into the pond. Uh, yeah, so she throws the gun to him in the worst throw ever. <laughs> um, and, like, he does a straight-up yeah, candy situation. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> falls right in that lake. If there was a lake next to me that day, I would have fell in. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what? No, the eggs wouldn't have, have broke. I feel like then they would have just landed safely in water. Oh. <laughs> uh. Guys, if I could quantum leap, I would go back to the day I saw Tammy juggle and drop like three eggs. <laughs> like it was, I, it was so magical. It was like you start to drop one egg, and then it's like uh, what a person would normally do is oh, I dropped an egg. I guess I'll have to clean that up. But instead, what Tammy does is then the other two eggs that were seemingly secure um, didn't get juggled because I can only assume the plan was, well, instead of just dropping all three eggs, I'll just start juggling and then I'll have all three eggs. No, guys. All of them started to roll off. (laughs) And then... It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. It just kept going. I was hoping I would catch one to save one egg. (laughs) But it didn't happen. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> and I felt like it happened so fast. Like, I was just like, oh, every, everything is terrible. <laughs> it happened so fast, but also it, it went on yes. forever. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. Um, but then Sam fell in a lake, which, Tammy, you didn't fall in a lake. Congratulations. But like I said, I feel like if I were in a lake, the eggs would have cracked, so it wouldn't have been as big of a deal. Oh, yeah, yeah. If, if you were, like, 20 feet from a lake, you would have found a way to juggle yourself <laughs> into that lake. <laughs> and it would be glorious. And we would, this podcast would be about nothing except that incident forever. <laughs> Uh, so Sam is wrapped in a towel, I guess. I don't know what he's wearing. Um, it's, it's like a huge towel, but I don't know where, it, like, did she bring it to him? Uh-huh. I don't know what happened. Anyway. Uh-huh. So he's in a very long towel and is placing all the clothes, trying to dry them out in the living room. Um, and then him and Dana are about to kiss. And then they do. And it's like, yeah. I don't, where did this come from? Where did this uh, supposed sexual tension storyline come from? I, mm, I, you know, I they they say that it had, that it happened before, like they, but I'm like, especially I don't, if like, he was working whatever. with Nick to kill this lady, like he wasn't. Yeah. Oh, and the, from I, the moment we met her, she was not into Peter. So, yeah. Oh, also, this is when uh, she finds the photo of uh, Sam and Dr. What's-His-Name. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, name that I will not say. Uh, and uh, Dr. Dr. it's ridiculous. Love Dr. Le-Inward. And, like, I just, like, <laughs> Sam, Be- Sam Beckett is, like, our Scott Bakula is doing the face um, of, like, a Lance Henriksen being a young kid voice. <laughs> like, he's trying to look like yeah. a little kid. It's so weird. Which, I mean, how old would he have... Because he's supposed to be 16. Oh, okay. That's what I was going to ask, how old he was supposed to be. Because it was the summer of 73, so it was the summer of this year. Um, so I assume that's when that photo was taken, and he's 16. Wow. Also, he's up at 16 in a cabin alone with a weird college professor. Yeah. Where are his parents? I mean, I, also if he, I know back he's, on the also, farm. He was supposedly <laughs> with him this summer. Where was he when he sh- when the professor showed up later on? 
Well, this oh, is September. Okay. All right, that's why. So that summer's so that summer that, just... that sweet summer is come and gone. <laughs> that sweet sweet summer of string theory. Um. Hey. So yeah, they start making out, and um, then she sees Nick's number written on like a what's it called a matchbook. Yeah. Which I thought the twist was going to be that he would have he got the matchbook from um, Richardson. Oh yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I bet we saw a scene earlier that I wasn't paying attention to where you got a matchbook <laughs> from Richardson's office. But I was like, oh, I'll go back and check later. Um, nope. Nope. Nope, not at all. You did not miss a thing. It's just Al doing bad detective yeah. work. Yeah. Seriously, um, So she's though. got the gun on him, and uh, Al is there saying, don't worry about it. She's got the safety on. <laughs> so... so, yeah, I guess don't be concerned. And she goes running off, and... Um, Al is, what is it? I don't know. Sam's trying to get information from Al uh, to find out, like, where, I guess, where she's going, or I have no clue. Yeah. Uh, and, well, and of course, also Sam has to get dressed because he's been wearing a towel up to this point. Yeah. Um, which I, I so we, we see him, like, getting dressed, and it, very upsetting is that um, he's putting these shoes on without socks. And I'm like, listen, I know you're in a hurry, but, like, if you had to run around wearing shoes without socks... I think I'd rather just like and, let and everyone just be shot clothes, because that's I mean, so it's gross. Like his clothes would be dry by now, so is he putting back on the wet clothes he was wearing and the wet shoes? Oh. So he's yeah, he's putting on wet pants and wet shoes, no socks. Like, oh, that's no, oh, that's the most uncomfortable running you're ever gonna do yeah. in your life. Uh, Ugh. yeah, and and then this is when Al is like giving Sam a hard time about being in on it and, and after her and so. Wait. He cl- he cl- yeah, wait, yeah. sorry, I'm just gonna go back to this. He clearly puts the wet underwear <laughs> back on, which, um, like, I'm like, if you're gonna make a choice between putting the wet socks or the wet underwear back on, put on the socks. Ugh. Either way, all of it is terrible. Oh, it's it's a nightmare. Like, There's um, gonna be some but terrible I just, shaking yeah, involved. <laughs> oh, I'm like gonna run around in, like, dress shoes with no socks. What wet, wow. wet dress shoes. <laughs> Wet. Oh, it's so gross. I have, I have a, an alternate suggestion. Don't fall in a lake. Hmm. Yeah. Good plan. Also, Come don't on, throw a gun at someone. That's that's the other thing. Let's let's not alleviate yeah. her responsibility and don't throw guns. Uh. So yeah. So Sam goes running out after her. Um. Dana is just running into all kinds of problems. She runs right into the road where Nick is, and he starts shooting at her and shoots her in the shoulder. And then we've got uh, yeah. Sam running out with no shirt on because this is the first time first time we have had a topless uh, bacula in quite a while. Yeah, um, I love that Alfred's like, um, um, "Hey, uh, why don't you just kill her? Like, she's right there, just kill her." It's like, and he's like, "Well, what would the fun in that be? Um, your plan is to kill her anyway. What is this like stretching it out bullshit? It's so bizarre." Let's just let her run into yeah, the woods. And this is where Why? he's wearing the coat closed, and it makes it look ten times bigger. Yeah. <laughs> and it's long. It, like, goes past his knees, but, like, not to the proper length. Like, it just looks like it's big on him. <laughs> like, it's not appropriate for for him. There's some random coat that the um, costumer found and was like, Here, he looks like he needs a coat. <laughs> Everyone's wearing a coat this episode. <laughs> um... So, yeah, so she runs over to the bridge, and, uh, is this where Sam grabs her and says, uh, oh, yeah, she runs to, like, the edge of the cliff area, and she grabs her and says, just follow my lead, trust me. He also, like, he's also, like, clearly tongued out at this point, and he's, like, at one point he's, like, uh, listen, I- Oh, I'm not who- I'm not the Pete um, you think I am, or something, which is- Yeah, funny. like, it's, like, Pete might have shot a- Pete might have shot you, but I wouldn't. Um, hey, crazy person, like, what yeah, are you doing? he- uh, Like, I was- I almost thought he was gonna start telling her about leaping. <laughs> yeah, oh, if he had a time, he would have gone straight into it. Like, it's amazing that he didn't, uh, at the end of the episode. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're doing. Let's take a- Let's take a five-minute break from this gun battle for me to give you the overview of quantum <laughs> leaping. So here's a ball of uh, string. He just has it in his pocket. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's a little wet because I fell in the lake earlier, but... Uh, so, yeah, so he grabs her and he tells Nick that he's, uh, you know, he's got her. He's gonna get rid of her <laughs> or whatever. 
and Nick goes to shoot her, and Sam kills Nick. Yeah. I was super shocked. <laughs> it's been a while since he yeah. murdered somebody. It's kind of like, oh. Yeah, and he was supposed to be killed a few years later by a Colombian drug lord, so in a way, Sam's just doing a Colombian drug lord's work for him. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, it's, it's been a while since Sam's killed somebody. It's been a while since he's kissed a woman. So there was a lot of things that happened this episode that I was like, oh, all right, sure. I guess we're back to that, Sam. <laughs> um, But yeah, so. so... So when he kills him and then, like, Alfred um, uh, Alfred, <laughs> Alfred picks him up, like, it is the weirdest. <laughs> like his little baby? <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> Oh, I I just like that the dead man has thrown his arm around Alfred's neck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I told I told you, Nikki. I told you just to leave her alone. God doesn't want her dead. We could have been happy together, <laughs> Nikki. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so bizarre. So uh, Sam notices the shot of yep. on her shoulder, and she passes out from sight of blood. And Sam takes her back to the cabin. And, uh, it's basically is going to turn Peter in. And, um, you know, he's trying to tell her, like, hey, I'm a bad guy. Because that was my original note was, so Sam is going to leap out because he saved this girl. And then Peter's just going to turn around and kill her. Because he's not going to know where he's at. He's not going to know that he's at some cabin. (laughs) Of uh, the professor whose name shall not be mentioned on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he might just kill them both. Like, I, <laughs> So yeah. um, I do like that they kind of wrap it up by Sam telling her, like, hey, hold this gun on me until, you know, the, the police get here or whatever. The captain, whoever he is, the officer. <laughs> whatever rank of service he is. <laughs> until that guy shows up. And um, he ends up, uh, what's his face? Al tells him that he does end up in jail for 10 years. And he would have ended up in yeah. there longer if, um, what's her face? Uh, Dana. Uh, <laughs> I know. Every time I say that name, I'm like, am I even saying it right? But I am. I know. <laughs> um, but she went ahead and testified in his on his behalf. So, And she makes mm. out with Sam as... Uh, the professor shows up and um, tells the professor, oh, hey, it's good to see you, as if the professor's gonna know who this guy is. It's so... There's nothing nothing about that scene that wouldn't be weird for the professor. He walks in, uh, the woman's got the gun, they're making out, and then a moment later, she's gonna be holding that gun on him. (laughs) there's, There's nothing about that that isn't confusing. Yeah. Um, also, um, Al tells Sam that um, she goes on becomes a lawyer, and she ends up marrying the yeah, professor. So, um, but yes, I, I just yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but I love that Sam runs up to him. And it's like, hey, I, it worked. Uh, the string theory worked. It's me, Sam Beck. So, which means it's possible that it's not God leaping Sam around. It's this professor <laughs> dude that set this whole thing up just so he could like um uh, meet some ladies. <laughs> Very true, Brad. Very true. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so he is leaping out and leaps right into <laughs> the next racist episode we get to go through. <laughs> oh, manzies. I will say, I really like this, like, this, the setup, yeah. this next one is. No, it's going to be good. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, he yeah. leaps into a punch, which is great. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoy that. And we see the um, old Native American guy, and like immediately I see this guy, and I was like, oh no, Sam is Native American. <laughs> Sam's leaped into Standing Rock. Cool. <laughs> and, um, yep, that's what he is. His, I think his line is, oh boy, I'm an Indian. At least he didn't say Injun. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, that, that was it for her charm. Yeah, that was it for her charm. <laughs> I didn't even bring up the fact that she was, like, such a weirdo when they were kissing, and he was, like, she was saying that she she's never been in love, 
when she talks about never did you guys get that oh, where she yeah. was saying she's never been in love and she wants the scent of him to make make me smile <laughs> i was like whoa hey. and then she goes i want to look into his eyes and before she could finish speaking josie goes i want to look into his eyes as i creepily stalk him from inside a trash can and i just look at josie i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> She really had fun with this episode, I think. Oh, yeah. Some weird stuff in this episode. This was was, uh, definitely one of the worst episodes I think we've watched. Yeah. And not because it, I mean, because it wasn't necessarily boring. It was just kind of like, I I don't know the motivation for anyone in this episode. And the people I feel like I should feel sorry for, which is Dana, I don't because she was so terrible. Also, her character's name is right. Dana Berenger. Yeah. yeah. Dana Berenger. Why didn't they just go with Dana? Yeah. Why didn't she just go uh, with Dana? Like, even if your parents named you Dana, <laughs> they spelt it as Dana. Just embrace it and go with it. Also, why didn't they do something about her hair? Because her <laughs> yes. hair is the worst. <laughs> her hair just kept standing, like, straight to the side. Ugh. <laughs> oh, I hate everything about her. <laughs> All right. Best dress, worst dress time. Ooh. I mean... I guess the least. I mean, the nicest dressed I think was Sam and like his his you know mm-hmm. vested yeah, suit. suit. And especially once he put the coat on to the matching coat, I thought was really nice. Um, and Al looked nice, but for Al it was mm-hmm. a boring look. However, it was still a nice look. So those are my two yeah. for best dress. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts. I, I think Alfred was really mm-hmm. well dressed too, but I mean that's his job. <laughs> <laughs> it was more uniform than it was an outfit. Yeah. Yeah, nobody um, really yeah. stood out to me. Yeah. Um, alright. Well, I'm gonna go with Sam's suit, then. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. By far. Yeah. And then, um... Yeah. Okay, and worst dressed. I'm gonna say Nick. I think everything... I mean, he only wore the one outfit, and I just didn't think it was good. I just thought it didn't... It was so ill-fitting. And, like, especially when he's walking toward her with the gun, like, in the... <laughs> And like toward the bridge when he's shooting at her, and he's got it all closed huh? up. It just looks terrible. Um, can we also point out? I didn't really notice it until now that Sam does do the full costume change into the laundry truck driver outfit. Oh, does he really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hadn't noticed that either. He's he's got the hat and the jacket, like <laughs> <laughs> like he's wearing a full costume. <laughs> So they commandeered a laundry truck and said, "By the way, I will need your your outfit as well." Weird. Oh, I love it. Uh, but yeah, I think Nick is Nick is the worst. Come on. Also, his stupid gloves. Yeah. I'm noticing in the yes, scene where he pulls yeah. out the the tech briefcase. Um, what's up? Like, what are these gloves that have like little holes in them? Like, I don't know. No. So so now no. that I did, I've gone back to see Sam dressed in the full laundry outfit. When does he dress back into the suit? Because by the time they're getting the key out to open the door for the um, to to open the door for the cabin, he's back in a suit. So does this mean after the shootout? I guess um, they stop for him to change clothes because why keep up this ruse? But they didn't get gas. <laughs> I don't understand. Or change vehicles. Now I'm really confused. Oh, nothing but mysteries here. <laughs> um, all right, who won and who lost? We lost. I think we're the losers. <laughs> yeah, we definitely lost. Claire won. We lost. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, I, we got proper lucky by Claire. <laughs> I think. I think Professor um, Professor Lin in word won. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't have to be in this episode for very long. He, uh, he got he got the girl. Um, <laughs> his theory was proven yeah. true. Um, I mean, some weirdo was in his cabin, but that weirdo got arrested shortly after, and he didn't have to do anything. Yeah. And the worst they did was um, open uh, a tin of sardines, yeah. which puts them anyway. <laughs> They're gross. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with him winning. <laughs> his name that I shall not mention. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, who lost this episode? I guess Nick, he died, right? I think Alfred oh, lost. Oh, poor Alfred. Did that guy even have a name? Um, maybe. I guess maybe he's Andy? That's what I'm... Or Thomas. We have two characters here, and I don't know which one's which. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. 
Yeah, I, and the one guy doesn't have a picture at all on IMDb. Let's see what, what Thomas is doing over here. Hmm, I can't tell. Nope. No clue. So he's either in Andy or Thomas, but he'll always be an Alfred to us, so... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, I'm... Yeah, I, I'm good with Alfred losing, too, because he lost the love of his life, question mark? <laughs> oh. <laughs> or, or his best client, question mark? I don't know. <laughs> Why do we fall down, Mr. Nicky? <laughs> uh, all right, time for feedback. I think we have feedback this week. Yeah, we have one. All right, okay. Pulling that up. All right, we got a voicemail here. Fashion cast, uh, feedback for her charm. This episode was bananas. <laughs> Alright, my man shot off about 70,000 rounds out of that goddamn boozy in every, <laughs> like, in suburban towns. Just shooting him in the air. He was gonna shoot it on the city street. He was out in the snow capped peaks between Baltimore and Boston. Yeah. Uh, you know. I think Sam's detour may have been about 3,000 miles, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Uh, But, man, Uzi Man was insane. That dude was just... How did he not get arrested at some point? And if you're the the lead FBI guy uh, in charge, do you not want to protect your witness from a guy who was just spraying houses with bullets? Just random houses. I did love how he fixed the steering. That was pretty amazing. Um, and then got back in and then fired off a bunch of rounds in the people's houses. Like, and no police came whatsoever. It was just crazy town. Oh, my gosh. That was amazing. And uh, Sam, of course, starts a relationship for somebody because why not? And uh, it was cool to see him meet up with his professor. I thought that was pretty cool. So uh, overall fun episode. I enjoyed Al's outfit of the white and red thing although I felt like it was a very light Al episode not a lot of him this episode but it could have just been because they spent so much time firing bullets into random houses alright that's all I got goodbye guys Michael are you safe wherever you're at <laughs> I guess I thought at any moment he was going to be sawed in half <laughs> I didn't know what was happening mm. alright thank you Michael for your feedback uh Thanks for calling from the kill room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, Claire, we hope you're doing better as well. So, and you can hopefully join us next week. Uh, Jonathan, thank you for joining us this week. Where can we find you on the internet? Oh, uh, anywhere that you can port yourself into the internet. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm, Just anywhere. I'm on Facebook. I never check Twitter. Uh, you know. <laughs> I'm out there. (laughs) Whenever there's somebody seeking me out on the internet, that's where you'll find me. (laughs) All right, cool. (laughs) Uh, Anything else for this episode of Her Charm? Nope. All righty. No. No. Really no. Not at all. There was barely anything for this episode. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Gunshot, 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 gunshot. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via mail at cowfashioncast.com. Send us all your feedback. You can find us on Twitter at cowfashioncast. And you can find us on Facebook under Calabici Fashioncast. You can find me on the Ramjack Podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at B-R-A-D-C-U-P-P-L-E-S. You can find me on the Defenders Podcast and Twitter and Etsy at MayaFire. You can also find me on the Defenders podcast and find me on Twitter at Tammy Yip and Instagram at Tammy Yipster. I was five and he was six. We rode on horses made of sticks. He wore black and I wore white He would always win the fight Bang, bang, he shot me down Bang, bang, I hit the ground Bang, bang, that awful sound Bang, bang, my baby shot me down
Friends came and changed the time When I grew up I called him mine He would always laugh and say Remember when we used to play Bang, bang I shot you down, bang, bang You hit the ground, bang, bang That awful sound Bang, bang I used to shoot you Music played and people sang Just for me the church bells rang Thank you. 